day five. Genesis yeah, 17 through 20. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter 17, man. It just starts off with um, God like reaffirming this promise, uh, his covenant, um, but he provides a sign and a seal and that's circumcision. And so he sets his people apart, right? Literally, you guys are supposed to be set apart from every other nation on the earth right. because you worship me, Yahweh, yeah. the one and only God. And he does that by this sign of circumcision. And it's so amazing that Abraham is circumcised, his, his kids are circumcised, and even it says he circumcised his slaves, right? right. And so they even had a chance to be a part of the covenant people at this time, mm. and that's what set them apart. Look at right. the New Testament. The New Testament will say, yo, we're, our hearts are circumcised, mm. right? And so yeah. now, like, man, God gives us a new heart, and that's what sets us apart from other people, every other religion, every other faith in the world is right. that God has changed us on the inside. He's right. done something mm. that nobody else could do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, God sets this on, and it's just a way for him to reaffirm his faithfulness so that people are constantly reminded that God's going to keep his word. Um, and this takes place when Abraham's 99 years old. Yo, wow. 24 years after God mm. made the promise, God comes through and he's like, yo, I want you to know, I know it's been a long time, but Abraham, fam, I promise you, I'm good for it, yeah. right? That this is what God says. God's words are often delayed, but they are never denied. Amen. And you know, I thought the same thing as well. Yeah. 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 That this life of faith is constantly us saying, no, no, listen, we have to trust what God says more than what we see. And so God comes, reaffirms the, the fact that, no, Sarah's going to have a child in her old age. Yeah. And it happens. And it happened, and God it gets even more specific. He says, "Look, man, to be be clear, his name gonna be Isaac. Right, right. <laughs> his name gonna be Isaac. And a year from now, it's gonna happen. Okay, a right. year from now. Like, can right. you hold out a year? Right, right. Can you just wait? Mm. God's people are waiting. People, I think right. you said that before. Yeah. Now, like, we have to wait sometimes on God's promises. Yeah. And He says, "Yo, it's going to happen in a year." Yep. Um, Genesis eighteen. Yeah. So eighteen and nineteen. Sodom and Gomorrah. So God reveals the fact that he's going to judge uh, this land. And what I love is Abraham, uh, well, one of the things that you find is Lot, who at first was just near that land, by the time that it gets here, he's at the city gates, which Lot flirts with sin. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take long before he's sitting with the leaders deciding what the town's going to do. And God has a plan. God. God is a God of love, but love is not a passive thing. No. Right? There are things that attack that love, and when there's something that attacks that love, yeah. uh, that thing that attacks what God's love has to be dealt with. Abraham hears that God's getting ready to destroy this land, mm. and notice the juxtaposition, right? Or Abraham is tre- like, he goes to God hesitant and would feel like yo god uh don't be so mad at me it's just yeah. little old me i'm gonna ask you this uh if there's 50 people will you spare them and god says yeah, yeah. Sure. all right god please don't be so mad at me all right i'm gonna come with one more 40 people and he goes down and down and down and down and every time he asks it's with these many words uh trepidation and fear yeah and what you see is god giving these short answers yeah ah no nah, yeah of course yeah i do that and what you see 
is a man scared to ask God for mercy, and you see God being eager to show mercy that the God that we serve is more eager to forgive sin than we are to commit it. And that just, that's, that's the picture of God mm-hmm. that's presented here. Folks will read this, and the thing that they bring out from the destruction of Sodom right. and Gomorrah is this God of wrath. Yeah. And, and what that's they no miss point. is, no, no, listen, this is, this is a God where Abraham is pleading for mercy, and God keeps on saying, yeah, yeah if there's just a little bit of righteousness, yes, yes, yes. The beautiful thing about this passage is, man, like, as you read the Bible, you just see things about earlier passages that you wouldn't see in the passage, right. per se. And so, like, in Ezekiel, God literally says the reason he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah was because of their arrogance and their injustice and oppression of the poor. Ezekiel 16, 49, look it up when you get the chance. That is why God did this. But like John said, his justice and his mercy go together. Right. Now, so he comes and saves Lot, right? Yeah. And the text says, not that there was a bunch of righteous people. The text says he remembered Abraham. <laughs> right. Remember, Abraham's declared righteous. Right. So this righteous person, right, essentially, in a sense, saves Lot. And yeah. Lot in the New Testament will call Lot a believer. Right. right? So he's not like an unbeliever. Right. And so um, God does this now. Why does this, why does this even matter? Right. Why is this in the text? Right. Mm. God gives us a clue at the end of chapter 19 when it says that Lot was rescued and that he fathered Moab and Am and Ammon. And so Moab, if you know anything about Moab, Moab is the tribe of Ruth. Ruth comes from Moab. Ruth fathers, Ruth and Boaz, they father Obed, Jesse, and King, King David. David. And King David, who ultimately Jesus comes from that line. So God is so strategic. He doesn't just save Lot for no reason. Uh, right. Lot God's a, writing a story God's and there's a, a purpose that he has no clue of. That's yo. so wild, bro. Yeah. So yo, wild. Yo, and it's the, yeah, yeah. But that just, it reminds us like, and you say it all the time with your big words, right? There's no extraneous <laughs> details. There are no like extra detail. Like, Even the small things in our lives. Go ahead, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it's not just like in the Bible, God's not just trying to meet a word count. No. In your life, as God is authoring your life, Praise God, God is not just trying to meet a word count, right? Everything that God does, he does for a purpose. Even, yo, God warns Lot. Lot does not go. Genesis 19, verse 16, it says this, but Lot lingered mm. and the angel snatched him by his arm. Yeah. We think of mercy as nice and neat and God loves us and he <laughs> woos us. Sometimes mercy is God saying, you don't hear me. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that you come. I'm come get you. And he grabs <laughs> us by the hand and he pulls us out. That's, that's, that's mercy too. Absolutely. Sometimes mercy yeah. is God wraps his loving arms around you. Yeah. Sometimes it's God swallows you up with a whale and makes sure mm-hmm. you understand what he's trying to teach you. Yeah, even as we move to Genesis 20, man, one of the basic instincts of humanity is self-preservation. Mm. Um, but the thing about self-preservation, it's not always bad, right? If a, if a bear is coming, you need to preserve yourself, you need to run, <laughs> right. right? But um, here, it, it, it's bad when it's at the expense of other people. Right. And so Abraham, again, has the same sin. You think you read this story before, it's because you have, right? Genesis right. 12, Abraham does the same thing. He's like, yo, just telling you my sister. <laughs> just telling you my sister so we be good. So I'd be good. And so what God is saying, like, 
it's trying to show that like man like the bible don't hold, hold nothing back right the bible does not hold any anything back it shows us the good the bad and the ugly right. and that testifies to its just yeah its validity in my opinion but um yeah abraham here does the same thing he did before and god is showing again like his people have struggled with besetting sins right yeah. right and it's the same thing for us we don't we have a real faith right but not a it's not a um it's still a flawed faith, right right yeah. in many ways it's still a flawed faith so and i'm sure crazy. after abraham did it the first time and god spared him he's like yo thanks guy i'm never gonna do that again right yeah. and you see he does it again yeah right? that this is yeah what no, I was just thinking like, man, he probably, and I don't know, text doesn't say this, he probably was trying to still preserve the seed right. and the son in some way. Yeah. God, I, I just want to preserve this seed, right? Mm -hmm. This Genesis 3.15 seed that's supposed to come right. and it's thread through the whole book, Yeah. but he does it the wrong way. And, yeah. You know, yeah. and you just see God's like great kindness. Mm -hmm. God is continually kind to his people, even when they fail. And one of the things that we see is that, no, listen. In spite of your best efforts, in spite of your hard work, despite the mistakes that you make, where God makes a promise, God's going to bring it to pass. And we see God literally carrying Abraham along through his life. And the same thing that God does with the father of the faith, he's going to do with his children of the faith, you and I. God's going to continue to carry us on until our time here is done yeah. and we pass on. God's work to somebody else. Bro, I man, sorry guys, I know we're going a little long, but <laughs> I had to get this out. Yo, God is like, Abraham, I'm that dude. I got you. Dude. I'm that guy. I'm I'm in in, in uh in theological terms, I'm sovereign. I'm right. in control. Right. Let me show you I'm in control. I'm gonna close up all the wombs for Abimelech and his whole household, right? right. In, in their kingdom. I'm gonna close up all the wombs just to show you. Impossible is nothing with me. Nothing. I'm going to give you a son. Just <laughs> trust me. Just chill. And man. then Abimelech's like, yo, hey man, you need to, <laughs> you need to chill, bro, because <laughs> this guy just went, man. Like, why would you do that? Right? right. And so God is just showing, like, no, man, I'm in control. Right. right? And God gives us those encouragements in our lives. Like, man, I'm in control. Amen. I got you. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah.